You're listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode 16. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have another packed episode lined up for you today. We're going to be chatting to my good friend, Adrian Kern of whatsthepointmedia.com. Adrian helps businesses, both small and large, get more out of their Facebook business presence. Don't forget if you've got any questions, comments, or guests you would like me to interview on this show, I would love to hear from you. Please drop me an email to podcast at waynedenner.com or send me a tweet to at waynedenner. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, please do rate and review the podcast. If you're listening over on Stitcher, please leave us a review over there. All right, let's not waste any more time and let's get right into episode 16 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Facebook has become, for many people, the cornerstone of their life. It's how we find out information about things going on in our community. It's how we find out information about what's happening with local businesses. It's how we keep in touch with family and friends all across the world. So for many, Facebook is the number one platform that they like to use from a social media point of view to share and receive information from others. And Facebook's only been around for 10 years. So the impact that Facebook has had on every aspect of our lives is huge. What tends to happen when somebody announces they're engaged, their Facebook status changes. What tends to happen when somebody announces that they're pregnant, suddenly a picture of the scan appears on Facebook. Facebook has a mass amount of information about each and every one of us. And a lot of businesses have started to use Facebook in particular to their advantage in how they interact with customers, with how they reach out and tell others about some of their products and their services. So joining me on episode 16 of the Zero Lives Left podcast is Adrian Kern from whatsthepointmedia.com. Adrian's going to share some of his thoughts and his insights to how Facebook is probably one of the most important platforms that your business can be using today. Adrian, thanks for taking time out to join me on the show. Thank you. Adrian, tell us a bit more about Facebook. I mean, a lot of businesses are using Facebook right now. Is every business on Facebook? Are there still businesses out there in your experience who aren't actually fully tapping in to the potential of Facebook? Yeah, well, there's many businesses that aren't. Over the last couple of years, the discussion was about whether your business was on Facebook or not. I think that has changed now. It's now about, yes, you're on Facebook, but are you doing Facebook well? For me, I think the important thing to take into consideration is what ordinary people use Facebook for. Uh, And as you said in your introduction there, whenever most people go onto Facebook, uh, they're going on to see what their family and friends are doing. They're going to see pictures of a party that happened at the weekend. So they're not necessarily coming on Facebook to be sold to. And this is what businesses need to try and do with their Facebook presence is to fit into the dynamic or the context of that person's life. Advertising, I suppose, in general is um, often interruption or disruption. For example, if we were watching the rugby and it goes through a break, you know, many of us are 
cannot wait to the advertisements uh, you know, go over to get back to what it is that we want to do. But we have no choice. We have to sit through that. Uh, whereas in Facebook, if your business is just constantly coming in front of people, selling, 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 uh, whenever they want to see just what their friends and family are doing, that can become a problem. So in terms of selling then, should businesses not be actively selling their products and services on Facebook? Or is there a balance to be had? Okay. So you mentioned that people are coming to Facebook to you know, find out things of what's going on in their lives. Yeah. They don't necessarily want to be bombarded with advertisements for businesses and brands. Yeah. Well, I think it's a combination of, of the two. Facebook is a wonderful, wonderful platform to build a community around your business. And if you can manage to do that just with content that interests people, informs them, creates discussion, entertains them, serves them essentially... People will tolerate your content coming uh, into their news feed because they see it as something of benefit, as something that will help them, rather than just simply blatantly being sold to. Now, some of the things that a, a local business could think about when starting to use Facebook, I mean, if they've not been on Facebook before, maybe they don't have a business page on Facebook, what's some of the key things, in your opinion, that a business should have whenever they launch their Facebook page? Well, I think the first thing that they should do is they should think, I suppose, before you launch a Facebook page, you have to work out what your strategy is, what it is that you want to do. Now, and I'm not, all businesses in business to sell and to make money, but you know, taking that for granted, are you trying to build a community around your Facebook page? And if that's what your goal is, well, you need to then think about how do you do that? I kind of call it social media marketing idea, ideas and using ideas as an acronym and I for information. So information around your business Start to think of the, I suppose, the psychology of why people buy. We, we don't buy things necessarily just to buy the product. We're buying uh, an emotion or the experience. Uh, if you can think about it from that perspective, what experience or emotion does your product tailor towards? So, say, for example, that you were launching an app. Is your customer going to be so impressed with your, the technology and the software development? Now, some may. Or are they looking at what that use or the use of that app? for now is that it probably is maybe to save them time uh, in some area of their lives that they can go and spend more time with their family so if you can tailor your content around that of providing information uh, providing tips of maybe even exposing the problems that people didn't even know that they had to start with and tailor your content around that then that's providing information and providing thoughts tips around that issue so that when people are coming to buy then they think, well we'll, well, we'll go to this person or this company because they've provided us all of this wonderful information around that. The brilliant thing, um, sorry, next on the, the acronym is uh, of ideas is D for discussion, and I think that's where social media comes into its own, and particularly Facebook. It's the ability to have that discussion with your customer back and forward. So I've seen a wonderful post by a restaurant recently. They had an image, and I think images are very, very important, just of their chef basically standing there just with the cooking tools out. And they asked their audience, we're now preparing our sort of meal of the day or our dish of the day type of thing. What's your favourite? And the favourite, as in however many people, the most people that, uh, the most dish that got the most comments um, was the, the one that they served. And the amount of traffic that people came saying, I love such and such, I love such and such. And that, that created that discussion around their brand and around their company, as opposed to just saying, our dish of the day is this. You know, Yes, that information and message would have got out there, 
certain uh, there would have been certainly people have seen it because they had a quite a large Facebook following. But this discussion in and around, and I suppose essentially having that bit of fun in around what they were doing, created such a reach. There were people seeing this here that wouldn't have done so ordinarily, seeing that they were having a bit of fun, but more importantly, they were asking their customers what it was that they liked and what they wanted, as opposed to just telling them. You know, And so old traditional advertisement from newspaper, TV, billboard, it just tells us what the product is, tells us what the service is, and it's one way. But Facebook allows that opportunity for that discussion. You know. So certainly from that perspective, I would um, I'd be advising businesses to try and create as much discussion and to get in in the conversation, respond to people, thanking them, and you know, uh, at least the, the people then are saying, well, these people care, they've taken enough time to actually respond to me. You mentioned um, you know, what sort of content works on Facebook. You touched on images are important you know, and, and why you need to be thinking about having fun and making sure they're engaging. Tell me about the whole aspect of video content right now. It's making a, a massive impact on Facebook autoplay videos. Even when I'm going through my Facebook page, you know, they're engaging me. Well, yes, and I think Facebook are making a big play on video. They're certainly challenging YouTube um, for the top spot. On your business page, you have the ability to be able to obviously upload videos, but you can actually um, manage them in playlists. You can set a featured video. If you upload your video on on a PC, on a desktop, uh, as opposed to your mobile, uh, you will see that they are basically giving us now categories uh, from uh, music to news to home. To me, that gives me some indication of where Facebook are going. They're creating our video content. This is presumably for some sort of search function. I don't we don't know just you know how that's gonna play out. Uh, but certainly Facebook are there's no other reason that they're doing this other than that um, they want to explore a search function uh, just like YouTube. So um, that's why it's important that your business is there with um, uh, Getting face, getting video content there, uh, I've been very very clear. I think that's important just from a um, on a how to perspective is to be very very clear uh, about what your video is in the description element. Of it being clear, just maybe where your location is. Essentially, I suppose keywords that when business are searching or when people are searching for uh, this type of content that you know your video is coming through. I think that's also. And just on that issue of search, I think increasingly, I think more people, I think Facebook's intention is to try and keep people within their platform that once they come onto Facebook, that they don't leave, uh, that uh, you, yes, you will get all of your friends and family's information, all the stuff that you want to see there. But then you can go and search within Facebook. You can see, you can see uh, videos within Facebook. So Facebook's intention is that we, when we come online and we come into their platform, that we don't leave. So many businesses, when they when they think about using Facebook to maybe market their products or services, and uh, you know we've touched on video there, and we're talking about video and the importance of video, um, they get put off about video because due to how difficult it maybe is to create a piece of video. Um, you know we're seeing lots of stuff out there now. I think on Facebook verified pages now on the business pages they have a Periscope type feature. Yes. Um, but that's only for those verified users. Yeah. I've seen people like Gary Vaynerchuk doing these live Periscope type videos on 
on, on Facebook. Is that something that you think might become available for all Facebook users at some point? Are they just testing the water with that right now? And really, you know, is it as difficult as businesses may think to create a piece of video content for Facebook? I guess is what I'm asking. Um, not necessarily. You know, we most of us have smartphones with um, video capacity that you know is really, really quite good. So the thing about your um, your videos, they don't necessarily have to be big Hollywood style productions. You know, they can be very simple. Um, it doesn't have to be pristine quality because really it's it's more about the message that you're trying to get out. But certainly on that issue of um, uh, Periscope-like uh, um, function within Facebook, I can imagine with the success of Periscope and Meerkat that that's something that Facebook can't avoid. But uh, interestingly, following on from, uh, you know, the your point there about whether it's difficult for people and sort of slightly off the point of the video. I can understand how um, the ordinary businessman or woman who knows that they need to be on here and and social media and digital marketing, I suppose, um, generally, and it's just completely overwhelming all of the platforms that are out there. You look at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Periscope, and for a small business who's just looking after their business and the core elements of providing the service to their customers, that can that can certainly be uh, seem like a mammoth task to do and do well. I think what what I would do is look at what your business is and look at the platform that best suits what you're doing, and also to take a wee bit of time to look at the audience that on that platform and uh, and and sort of work out what is your customer base, what's your ideal customer base. And uh, what's the demographic in terms of, you know, male, female, age, and then try and figure out where your audience might be and tailor your efforts there. It's not possible um, for small businesses uh, to um, to do everything and to do everything well. I mean, that's that's a folk, that's a job in its own. Yeah. <laughs> um, as we know. So pick the platform that best suits and learn it as best you can and understand it as best you can. The problem, um, whenever you we started off this conversation, you said, was there anything that businesses are um, are not doing well on Facebook? The problem is that many people think that when they come on to Facebook, set up the page, invite all of their friends and family, have got a wee bit of a following on Facebook, start so enthusiastic with all of the content, and then uh, after a couple of weeks or a month, say, well, we have had no sales from this here. Uh, which are Facebook's no good for our business, and then abandon, um, abandon the whole thing. The uh, you you really need to buy into this here, and this needs to become, uh, this needs to become part of your process. And I think we've had conversations before. It can't be an afterthought. It needs to be, it needs to be you know, at the forefront of your mind. I kind of call it looking through my social media marketing lens, you know, because I think you should use every situation and say, well, is that content? Will somebody enjoy that? Every situation that you've got. So then it doesn't become that you do your your job and your business on a daily basis and then you come home and you think, well, now I need to do the social media marketing. And then for anybody, yes, that, that becomes you know an uphill task and that becomes laborsome. If you incorporate it into everything that you do, you're doing your social media marketing as you're doing your job. So content creation is the big, um, the, the big problem about what do we do uh, what content do we produce? If you're 
thinking through a social media marketing lens where everything you're doing, you're looking at it as a potential for a piece of content on your business, then the job of your social media marketing or your Facebook marketing doesn't become huge. It's not the afterthought that you have to do, you know, in the evening times or the weekends. It's current, it's there, it's up to date with maybe whatever task that you're doing, whether you're a product, whether you're a service, a small video on your smartphone of a part of the process that you might think is interesting for your clients, done on the job there and then, and posted to Facebook. So there you've got integrity, you have honesty, you're showing people just what's happening in your business. It's cutting edge as far as Facebook's concerned because it's video and it's content. You're producing activity on your page. That um, and activity on your page is an important uh, is important because that's where then people are then uh, interacting just with your posts. Um, that issue with the social search or Facebook search that I will use and I see this happening with a lot of businesses is that um, I will think of a company that maybe I genuinely want to get in contact with them. Search on Facebook and see that maybe their last post was in July of 2013. And there you know that that is a business that has um, suffered you know, that issue of this isn't working out for us. Now, uh, might not necessarily put me off buying from them. If I really need to uh, need their product or service, well, I will go to them. You know, their reputation and what I need from them outweighs what they're doing on social media. But it strikes me just that if somebody came across them, Maybe they're thinking, well, these people maybe are, are not in business anymore. Now, that does not make that we don't need very, very sophisticated social media marketing plan or Facebook marketing plan for the for this company. All we would need is a post from the last month, even the last two months, the last six months. To me, it waves a hand out and say, we're here, we're we're here, we're still operating. Because that's what I was going to ask you next. I mean, I mean, how many posts a month? How many posts a week? How many posts a day? Measurement, I think, is the is the important is the important factor as far as that's concerned. It's really through measuring, and the wonderful thing about Facebook in particular, anybody that has a Facebook page, and I'm speaking to um, a couple of people in recent times who run successful Facebook pages, but did not realise about Facebook Insights, and I thought this was uh, I just I couldn't believe it because they they're operating good content and. Um, so we went through the process of going in and showing within Insights all of the statistics, all of the analysis there. I mean, it, it's amazing um, what Facebook are giving us for free, I suppose in inverted commas. Um, and that's where you can then start to um, start to make decisions on that. I've had Facebook pages where I could be maybe posting five times a day uh, and then see that my likes are coming down. Now, that's an indicator to me that it's too much. People are seeing our presence on the on their newsfeed too much and thought, well, we're, we're getting out of here. So that's using the analytics and the insights within Facebook to make decisions on that. It depends, again, just on the business. If you've got, if you're, uh, you know, a news type site, obviously the nature of your business is, is posting and posting regularly because that's the purpose. Now, if you are a restaurant, for example, you're wanting to have interaction on a daily basis. If you're a service type of industry, it's maybe not necessarily necessary to be posting out content every day, maybe on a weekly basis. Now, that gives you the chance to be able to really craft good content. Now, tell me about, you know, a bit more about What's the Point Media. Um, you have a very successful Facebook page right now in Warren Point called What's the Point. How did it come about? Um, it's become, I suppose it's become one of the 
trusted news sources in the area um, because if it appears in, in, in on What's the Point, it's happening in Warm Point. Um, and you've amassed quite a following on, on Facebook yourself for that uh, for that media page. How did the idea come about and how's it going? Uh, it's going excellent. How it came about was uh, it combined, my, I suppose, my love for Warm Point in this area with social media. Um, so I've seen just an opportunity there to use Facebook in particular as a, essentially a community forum. In terms of that, that issue of posting, I mean, there could be maybe four to five posts on, on the what's the point to visit wormpoint.com, which the visit wormpoint.com is the website end of it. So a lot of uh, what we're uh, doing with the Facebook page is uh, directing people to the website. So I mean, I think that's an important strategy to incorporate if you have a website. Now, the visitwormpoint.com is just a community website, so there's no, um, it's obviously not a product, it's not a service, it, there's nothing been sold on it as such, it's just an information. But I think that's important. You're not necessarily driving people into your website and into your sales page, uh, because again, you're, uh, you're not, you're not uh, taking into consideration why people um, are coming on to Facebook in the first place. So if you are diverting people to your website, it should be in, to a blog, information type um, posts. Again, remember what people are coming to Facebook for. You're building a community around your product. So think of the ideas where you're informing, D, discussion, E, entertainment, A, activism. Now, activism as in getting people rallied around an issue. It's easy uh, for um, me with the visitwarmpoint.com because a lot of uh, what uh, I talk about and what we talk about are local issues so there's activism involved in that if you're a brand um, are, uh, you need to suppose to think about that and think about that um, carefully because there's the potential you know to um, to get into um, um, sort of controversy and a lot of brands do that I mean one of the most interesting Facebook or well, social media campaigns that I've seen recently is from H&M you know the clothes store mm-hmm. And they're really getting behind that. Recycle your clothes with us, and their message was really, really quite powerful from a you know from a eco-friendly recycling environment friendly perspective. Um, that's where they've taken activism. They've they've uh, used a um, they've used a, a big issue that's important to people um, in order to draw you know potential customers to them. Um, but I suppose. Um, I think overall, and again, this a lot. A lot of what I, I'm talking about now, I suppose, is the psychology of buying and selling, and what people think. And I think one of the big things from me, from my perspective, is that uh, your business, whatever it is, needs to be coming from a um, from a position, you know, of authenticity, integrity, honesty, caring. Be genuine in what you're doing. Yes, you've got a social media marketing plan, and a marketing plan is in place to sell things. But if you care about building that community around your business, you know, via Facebook, if you're if you're if you're if you think from a content perspective, what does my potential customer want? What do they care about? And genuinely try and provide them with information, you know, around that. That is something that they uh, um, that they will appreciate. And then once they are. Uh, in the position to buy or, or needs what you what you've got to offer it will be you that they will come to um, the what's the point media.com was the sort of follow-on from um, uh, uh, visit warmpoint.com and the success that I've had with that a number of other um, social media and uh, website platforms 
it was uh, it's a sort of a hub for businesses to be their own online media channel. I mean, I, I don't come from a tech background. I come from a legal background. Uh, and what I um, what I've found with many businesses that is that they're either put off. Um, they know the need to be here. They need they, need, they know the need to be in this space, but they're put off by uh, the technology. It's too difficult to do, or the cost. Well, you know, I don't have a budget to be able to, you know, set up a website to be able to go to graphic designer, and hope none of the the graphic designers are website people get, <laughs> tuned in get annoyed about that um, so what's the point media.com really what I've done is the, is use that as a, a sort of a hub to uh, to give tips and um, draw attention to the tools the platforms that I have used that have that have helped me and now tell me about some of the traffic that you're getting to the what's the point Facebook page um, I mean I've noticed you have been focusing a little bit more on the video content as well obviously we had that big event in Restrever the Red Bull um, Foxhound event and you had a piece of video content up there on the what's the point Facebook page so again you know you're really trying to utilize video a lot more within the content that you're creating yeah. on, well, that, on I mean that, that that had a sort of almost a viral reach um, the Red Bull Twitter, um, actually, they had um, taken notice of it. What I'd done with that, actually, and uh, for me, this is probably one of the most important strategies that you should be taking a look at, is the Facebook paid aspect, is that um, I had a lot of um, traffic um, and shares on Facebook of that um, of that particular video. But what I decided to do was use Facebook's paid platform to ratchet that up a wee bit. Uh, now, Facebook um, paid uh, advertisement is huge. Um, you have huge potential to, uh, with laser sharp targeting of your of your potential customers. Now, um, what I done with that particular video is that I targeted in a particular geographical area of Northern Ireland, and I was able to target that at the mountain biking community. Um, so as a so result, again, being strategic, strategic, was yes, because at, at the end of the day, what um, there's a, I hear an awful lot of um, um, people who are dissatisfied with Facebook um, paid advertisement, and the reason being is that when you analyse what they're doing, they're just simply putting it out there to everybody. That's not the way to do it because you know if you, for example, in this case, if you're a mountain biker, if you have um, whoever who's no interest in mountain biking, what's the point in serving? Uh, that add to them you know Facebook are still going to charge you for that um, but that's of absolutely no relevance so similarly from a business perspective you need to be targeting your ads so the, pro- the, pro- the, the other problem that businesses encounter as far as Facebook advertising is concerned is that they pump out this content and pay it and then expect the results again all that I've talked about there the, all of those factors come into play you know just because you can pay Facebook to get in front of people you still need to take into consideration that you're getting into news feeds of people that may not have heard of you, may not have may actively have chosen not to hear of you, may have heard of you at some point and uh, have got rid of you by unliking your page, and then all of a sudden you're coming back up to them. So you need to think. You need to take all of the factors, those factors that we have discussed, into consideration with the paid advertisement to make sure yes that if your content is laser targeted on the people that you wanted to get in that it still needs to tick all the boxes now you mentioned having a strategy behind who you're looking to reach 
Facebook does provide you with the opportunity to pinpoint exactly who it is you're trying to target. And I think that's really, really good advice. And I think that's something that more and more businesses need to think about, about who it is they're actually looking to reach, as opposed to trying to do this blanket approach where one size will fit all. Well, the, the blanket approach is just like the billboard that is uh, on the motorway. And yes, you might have thousands of people pass each day and thousands of people might see it. But um, uh, and the success of that type of marketing is by the fact that you're you're having so many, and the hope is that there's going to be a certain percentage of that want your product. Now um, that if you just uh, if you don't take a targeted approach to Facebook advertising, that's essentially what you're doing. Um, the problem is, um, and this this is the difficulty that um, uh, that we have with Facebook, I suppose, 2015, is that Facebook are carrying more and more. They need to, their business depends on keeping their users happy. And they listen to their users. And there's a big, big problem, um, I suppose, over the last sort of six to 12 months is that a lot of business were complaining that their organic reach, that their, the reach of their posts had been, uh, um, had been some, somehow squashed by, uh, by Facebook. Uh, some of the cynics uh, amongst us says, "Well, that's obvious. Facebook are trying to uh, trying to squash their organic reach to encourage you uh, to pay for their advertisement." Now, yes, there might be something in that, but uh, but I I don't agree that that's the case. Facebook, its continued success depends on it having uh, its community. Uh, happy now their Facebook you're talking about one of their milestones I think just last month or in the last couple of months they reached 1 billion users in one day now you, you know what I mean that's that's a that's a figure that just is hard to even get your head around 1 billion users in, in one day so Facebook are listening they're, they, they're constantly um, uh, asking people they're constantly testing they're constantly uh, having teams of uh, users, you know, feeding back information to them. So one of those problems that they've encountered is too many business pages coming through to them. Now, the thing about it uh, are too many business posts coming through and that was annoying people. Okay, So Facebook, if Facebook hear that there, they think, well, we've got a problem because at the end of the day, that's what their business depends on, people logging on and coming to a news feed and having a good experience from Facebook's perspective. Uh, I don't think they were necessarily penalising us all. Um, in order to go down the Facebook paid route. For example, you, Wayne, I bet, um, have liked Facebook pages and have never any content from them. You've went maybe investigating or searching out a Facebook page and then you've went there and you've realised that you've already liked it. You've liked it some time ago, but you've never seen any of the, the uh, their posts, probably because you've had no engagement with them. Uh, their content... Uh, you haven't liked, you haven't commented, you haven't shared. But there is Facebook pages that you are constantly doing that with and they are getting onto your news feed sim- simply because you're engaging with them and they haven't had to pay you to do that. Because what Facebook is saying is they're looking at the user and they're looking at their comments, their likes, their shares and they score all that. I think it's called the affinity score. Uh, and what they're saying is, well, this person wants to see this and that's what they serve up to you. So... Um, you can see, uh, yes, um, Facebook paid means that you can get laser targeted, you can get it out to an audience that that, uh, that you may not have already. But once you have your audience, it's important to have a strategy, uh, an implementation 
process and a measurement process to make sure that uh, that your content is doing the job it needs to in order that you keep uh, the people that have liked your page that you keep uh, that they keep seeing what you uh, what you're putting out there We've talked about this at length and we're going to be doing an event in the not too distant future where we're going to be doing a, a workshop for businesses that they can come along to and it's going to be a, a half a day workshop and we're going to do you know a section on Facebook and we're going to look at Twitter. We're going to look at these two real important tools that businesses need to be utilising to their advantage. Give us a, give people an idea of how they can get in touch with you. So if there's a business listening to this podcast right now, they want to know more about Facebook, they want to sit down with you, they want to talk a little bit about you know strategy, this sort of stuff. You know, this is something that you maybe can help them with. How can they reach out to you? Yeah, well, the what's the point media.com. Uh, um, I'm also on Twitter um, at uh, WTP Media. Um, and just if you can drop me a line. Now, the what's the point media.com has already, um, it's just a resource site. There's um, there's lots and lots of stuff already on there that um, should be of assistance to people. I mean, my, you can email me from uh, that uh, website or contact me on Twitter. But in the meantime, they can go and take a look at some of the stuff you've been doing in the past. Of course, stop by the What's the Point uh, Facebook page. Again, if you're somebody who's listening to this podcast in the area, I do recommend that you stop by there. And of course, you know, Adrian's own um, website um, for What's the Point Media, a great resource too. Adrian, thanks for taking time out to join me on the Zero Lives Left podcast. A pleasure. Right, there you go. Did you like it? Did you enjoy that podcast? Thank you so much to Adrian Curran of What's the Point Media.com for sharing his insight and his thoughts on how businesses can get more out of their Facebook page. Some of the key takeaways that I'm taking away from this episode is it's really important that you think about your strategy, that you find ways to build a community around your Facebook page. People don't go on Facebook to be sold to. So remember that and think about that in any content that you are creating for your Facebook page. It's important that that content that you're creating is relevant and it's adding value to your audience. The big thing right now on Facebook is that video. So if you are somebody who is using a video on your Facebook page, it's really important that you be clear on your video. What messaging are you putting into that video? Think about how you can be authentic and also make sure you're looking at your Facebook insights. That will give you an idea to what content is working and what content is not working. So once again, thank you so much to Adrian Curran of whatsthepointmedia.com for that really insightful information on how businesses can get more out of their Facebook page. All right, don't forget if you've got any questions or comments or people you would like me to interview on the Zero Lives Left podcast, I would love to hear from you. Please do drop me an email to podcast at waynedenner.com or send me a tweet to at waynedenner. We're going to be coming back very soon with episode 17 of the Zero Lives Left podcast, so make sure you stick around. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from WayneDenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.